Okay, today's daf is daf hey, and we went over to today's daf uh, yesterday, so we begin from the Mishnah. Mishnah begins. Halacha hey. Ha'orez v'ad ha'dochan v'apragin v'ashum sheminit sheshrishu l'pnei roshana mit'asim l'shavar mutaram b'shviz. Bim lav, asurim b'shviz, mit'asim l'shnava. Now, the question is, is when it comes to food, it's important to know what year of the Shemitah cycle it's for. A, for Gedusha Shviz. It's obviously important to see if is this Shemitah produce or not, because you can plant and things grow over different years. They develop in different ways. But also for Trumas Amaso, that is because Maso Shani, <coughs> sorry, the second Maser, actually de- changes depending on the Shemitah cycle, what year of the Shemitah cycle it is. I mean, the first, second, fourth, right. and fifth year, it is Maso Shani, and third and sixth year, it is Maso Ani. So that's, it's critically important to know when things are. Now, normally, for example, vegetables, we go what's called batar lekita. depends when it's picked. Um, when it goes, comes to uh, um, uh, a grain, it's another shear. Uh, we'll see in a second. That's, that's when it develops a shlish. However, what we see here in this mission talks about rice, um, millet, poppy, sesame. It seems to be the cutoff point is mishrishu, when it actually takes root. That's the critical point. I mean, if it takes root before Shoshana, it's considered last year's produce. So for, for which Meiser it is, it's not considered Shemitah produce. If, if it's taken root just before Shemitah, if it's not, then it is considered Shemitah produce. Now, Rabbi Shimon Shazuri Omer says, Paul Hamitri, this Egyptian bean, which we're going to discuss in great detail. It's a very interesting um, halachic challenge, we'll see. If it's been planted for its seed, now there's sort of machlokets in the Mephashim what this means. So I'm going to explain it once, and then we're just going to use the word Zera and Yerik from that point onwards. <coughs> if it's one understanding, Zera means it's being planted for its seeds for replanting. I mean, I don't want to eat it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whereas Yerik means I want it for its consumption. Okay. Another understanding is lazera or layerek actually refers to different parts of this, of this Egyptian bean, meaning I want, might want to eat them both, but it depends what part it is. Okay. But so from now, in other words, if I want the seed or want the, the vegetable or leafy or green part or the pod, however you understand what the vegetable part is. Um, but I'm just going to explain zera and yerek from this point onwards for simplicity, <clears throat> well, my simplicity at least. Um, so it says, uh, so in other words, if it's planted for zera, then it has the same status as Orez, Dochan, and, and, and Pragim, and Shumshim, that it's like these other things that we go by that when, it's, when it takes root. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Afuni Mangamlonim, with these very large, sounds like peas or like, or the likes of form of legume, says Kurtzebo would, would also share this same din that it has this unique time of when it's Shishrishu. Whereas Rabbi Lazar Omer, Afuni Mangamlonim, when it comes to these Afuni Mangamlonim, these large peas, we say Shetir Melu Lifnei Rosh Hashanah. Their desman is when it forms pods. Okay? Now, we're going to have to understand how all these shirim work. So I'm going to share screens because all the sugis today really need to follow along um, with um, some sort of, you have to chart it out because it um, gets quite tricky. That's one sugya. That's the next sugya. We'll see how it goes. Let's begin. Um, when it comes to peirot, meaning produce, peirot, you don't have to remember, it doesn't mean fruit necessarily in the language of Mishnah. It actually means... Um, like chita, seora, things like wheat, and like produce of the land. We say that goes by the shlish. Uba orez, when it comes to orez and the other ones we mentioned in mission, that goes achar hashrasha. Uba yerek, when it comes to vegetables, we go achar likitato isuro. We deter- it's determined by when it's picked. So now we ask the question, how do we know by perot it goes by shlish? 
So that's because it says in the Torah, Migornacha Migvecha. The Pasuk is Chagasotaselach, Shivat Yamim. When you gather in, Migornacha Umiyikvecha. When you gather in from your Gorn and from your Yakev, from your wine press. So understanding is that it's not even, that it, it might not necessarily be all of it, meaning, Velo Kola Gornacha, Velo Koyikvecha. So Rav Chaim says, Vidaik mina, we learn from this, sometimes, that you don't have to actually master. That's This is a type of threshing floor where the produce hasn't grown a third. Halamalati you learn from here, Shahabat Shlish, that when it reaches a third of its development, then we of So the fact that we have a partial migornacha or partial migfeka means it's not in not a suit, not everything you necessarily harvest is chayiv and trumas and masters. Okay, it's only once it develops a shlish. So then the gemara asks, okay, why did you pick a shlish? Me'ata afilu pachot mishlish. What then it might be? What, but how do you know the shir is a shlish? So Amar Abzir Abzir says, Ketiv, we've got a second puzzle. It's the second one in this chart here. Aser taser et kol tvat zarecha. The tvat zarecha meaning devarshu nizra something that could be planted umatzmiach. Meaning, when the chiyuv trumas master begin, that begins once it can be something that once you cut it, it could be replanted and produce motvua from the zera. So yatsa pachot mishlish and the chachamim worked out that if it's less than a shlish, einun nizra umatzmiach, then it would not be able to regenerate. We wouldn't be able to generate. So in other words, we understand from the first pasuk there's a there's a distinction. What is that distinction? The distinction is shlish. From we understand a shlish means a shlish of the life of the plant or a shlish from the time that the pear, the pre begins to develop. It's interesting how you calculate it. Um, I didn't get it. I remember there's a discussion about it, but it's, it, I, I'll just say broadly, a third of its development. Okay. Um, what that means, sorry, of the, of the, say the wheat, as it's growing, a third of its development. Let's just call it that. Um, but how it's calculated, I Think, have we discussed this before? If not, we definitely will be discussing it. Let's continue. Me'ata, we so therefore the question is, if that's the case, what if you've got this case here? I'm, I'm jumping to the little diagram below. We says, what happens if it me'ata, what if it develops a shlish in year number two and the rest of it grows in year number three? So maybe then, me'ata, shlish arishon la'shava or shlish ha'sheni la'ba, maybe the first third then should be considered master sheni and the rest of it should be considered master ani. Amrabi Yochanan says no. Kozik says mechaga sukot, machaga sot la lavo vaatamalech bola leshavar, and so veelu also huil veze labat malech bahem leshavar, which means as follows. In other words, just as when it comes to chaga sukot, despite the fact that it's still considered shmita, that which grows even all the way in, it started growing in shmita, and it talks about chaga sukot bas tarman ganagam yagvecha that even it continues having kushish shvitz, meaning that continue all the way into chaga sukot. Mashmawat, we don't split an individual plant. We don't cut it in half. I'll read Rav Chaim to make it a bit clearer. He says, Chagasot Shoshminit, it talks about in the Pasuk. It says, Machagasot, Parashat Vakal Ktiv Miket Sheva Shinim, at the end of the seventh year, but more in Shnata Shmita, the Chagasukot. He says, Ma in Shmita Chagasukot, why do Machagasukot Motzei Shmita when Shmita is finished? Da Motzei Shmita, it's talking about Motzei Shmita. But it says, Miket Sheva Shanim, it says at the end of the year, and it's taking it all the way to Sukot. So he explains Chagas Sukot Shoshmini to Vakati Karali Shnat Shmita Mishumot the Perchevu Shlish Beshnat Shmita Menalkatinan Beshminit. If it's grown a third and it's picked even a Shmita, we still go Batar Shlish Veishlam Krushat Shvit completely. In other words, we don't we don't start splitting into. Okay. So now the question is: Okay, you've explained to me why it comes to produce as a Shlish. 
What about this case of Orez, this interesting case of Orez in our Mishnah? Why? So why don't we also go by Shlish for that? Also can. Why do we say that you go by Hashasha? That it's very difficult to determine by Hashasha, uh, by Motzakol, by, um, by Shlish. Why? Reb Chaim says, because they don't mature at the same, in the same rate, it's very difficult to, to, to if you're dealing with these products, um, what's, de- what's developed a shlish by Rosh Hashanah, what hasn't. So therefore the Chachamim picked a different shear, which is that we bring, bring it back to Hashrasha when it took root. Because why? In, that theory, like- in theory, they would have gone with a shlish. It's just impossible week four. Mm-hmm. It'd be too difficult because some would be shlish, some wouldn't be shlish. So therefore they pick a hashrasha, which is a uniform for it. Okay. The Gemara says, that's not a problem. Why don't we simply which is as follows. Now that we have other situations, which you'll see in a moment, we learn about polamitri. Polamitri, sometimes a seed can be considered one year and the vegetable considered the other. We'll see cases like this soon. What do you do in such a situation? How do you hear Russia? What you do is you simply bring it all to the Goran, mix it up, meaning we somech on what's called bila, we mix it up and assume that what I'm taking is, in other words, the small subset I'm taking is the same proportion of the, of the greater mixture within the, the small portion. Meaning, for example, let's say, so in other words here, uh, why don't we simply rhyme bila? So I'll just explain this more clearly. Let's say 50% was shana sheni and 50% was shana shlishi. I can just mix it up thoroughly. When I take my master out, I can assume, because I'm relying on Bila, that it, what I'm holding is 50% of one and 50% of the other. That's what it means to be relying on Bila. And therefore, my frash is a good one, because half of that will be for the Shana Shnina, one for half of the Shana Shlishi. So what does it matter? Meaning, who cares if she Shalem or Alav? Who cares if it's very difficult to determine when it comes to rice, which is second and third year? I can just be Somech on Bila. I can just be mix it all together, and um, and then do my do my hafrasha, and then uh, I guess poiter and give it to the anim and work it out that way. Okay, but also that's a, but that means that half of each is really inappropriate to that year. Correct, but it's not a problem because then let's say it was 50-50. I'm just saying if let's say you knew it was 50-50, it's not a problem. Then half what you took would be master ani, and half of it would, would, would be master sheni. So you just poiter the master sheni part. And give it, and then then the Maishasheni mixed mixed in that to what you took out would be Nachulin, and you can give half of it to the Ani for his Master Ani, right? In other words, there's ways to solve the problem. So the Gemara says we don't like that. Why don't we like that? Because Am Rabbi Yossi Kamei Rav Chuna Bar Chama Rav Yona it says Rav Yona said it was Rav Yona and Rav said that Rav Chuna Bar Chia B'Shem B'Shem Shmuel it says Ktiv it says in the Torah Aser Taseh Kvotzarecha Meaning, the Pasuk says, meaning every year you're meant to take one Maiser and not two Maisers. Okay? Mm-hmm. I meant like a mas- for a Maiser Sheni. Meaning, if when it came to Orez, that this was the solution every single year, then milachachila means every year you're taking two maces for it because again it's being mixed together. Whereas that's not the case because again you can't master from one shana and another shana. So even if it's uh, first and second year they're both master sheni, it's still you're effectively taking two maces because you can't take one from the other. Okay, 
So in other words, and the Torah says you're only meant to take one, one a year. And so therefore, how can, how can we, how can the shear be such that every single year, you're going to be happy to take into your mace when the Torah says only one a year. So again, we're going to come back to this case of Paul Mitzri, as we'll see that sometimes we saw in our Mishnah, that the Zera and the Yerek can be considered two different years. And that's something that is considered, you know, that, that every year you'd be doing two masrot. So that's left as a question. Mm-hmm. So, because once again, the Zera and the Yerek can have two different statuses. And then Mechachil, you take your Mises every single year. So the Pasuk number two, doesn't seem to be a strong one. So now Amar Uziri tries to bring a different source. It says, Shesh Shanim Tizra Sadecha. Um, so the Gemara says, Six years you're meant to plant. And you will gather. Meaning, Every year you're meant to, you're meant to uh, like plant. And also you have the corresponding one collection. Meaning for yourself. It sounds like six years, not seven. Because in the seventh year, it says, uh, it's the Shemitah, you can't gather in for yourself, right? So it's, 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 and also you can't plant. So, and, and, so the statement is, uh, That's the statement of Rabbi Zira. They can six and not seven. So I'm Rav Yonah. So what's he saying? He says, what are you talking about six and seven? According to your drash, if you've been choshesh in this case of the ores, that maybe you know half of it is one year and half of the other, you're not going to even be able to get five. Sorry, you're not able to get six. You'll only be able to get five to yourself. Meaning what? I read you Reb Chaim. This is an earlier Reb Chaim because here's the rest of it that we've just read explained. It fleshes out this point. And so Dimur Machil says, He says, You can plant six out of seven. You'll be able to gather. If we went by rice and others keeping up after a third, then relied on Bila. Like you want to say, that which you planned in the sixth going to the seventh, you'd have to be you'd have to treat it all like Shmita produce. Because of a chashash, we don't know what's Shmita, what's not. Maybe some of them were, maybe we don't know which ones were after, after Rosh Hashanah. And maybe these are the ones that have Kedusha Shviz. Therefore, you only have five Asifim and not six like the Torah says. Okay. In other words, you know, in other words, the Torah seems to imply that and you can also ask after. However, if we're being close, if, if the marker is Shlish, that, that which is planted in the sixth year, so since we're not sure if it's maybe some of it was maybe shlish into Shemitah, you'd have to be choshesh for all of it. You have to treat all the Kedushah Shvis and be able to gather any of it. So you only, only have five Asifim. That was what, that was, that's the, that's the derivation number. Uh, what are we? Two? I think so. No, three over here on, on, in the chart. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we asked the same question. Hey, Tivon, Harald Paul Mitzri, Shari Shishaz Rahim, Chamisha Asifim. Detanit Sover Gonolato, Chovinim Tzah. Um, now, 
I'm not sure if uh, the Gra actually takes out this uh, this last little the, the nimchak, and that's because I think the the Reb Chaim also holds like this because he says he says if you even if, even with this palmitra even if you want to go batar hashrasha you're gonna have the same problem why because nimza be palmitra because you find by this palmitra this Egyptian vein like also don't be chamisha asifim sherei why iatalachol amodalav eiz was man who mashrish because you don't know when it takes root with these Egyptian beans they seem to take they seem to be planting and taking root near the cutoff of Rosh Hashanah ulolamsa and also for them as well zata mashrishim kodem Rosh Hashanah v'ksam achar Rosh Hashanah and therefore they hog by him kedushat shviis lechumra and then v'lo mashri the Gemara says in other words what we have got here we tried to bring it from ifshal amodalav. We brought the kasha, let's have a look, what about, you can mix it together. And then we tried to bring two psukim to, to explain why that, that simply mixing them up in the goren is not a solution. But the second one, really, we're also left with like a knockout, both of these psukim have knockout kashas, we don't really have an answer for it, okay? Um, and we will see, I, I, unfortunately, I'm we do not really have a... Uh, um, at least the Yushami leaves, us with, leaves it with a question in terms of what's inside of them. Is our understanding that this is the season they can't be planted so that they could be mashrish Sounds like that's the season when they were planted, I think. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it. I don't know. Okay. Now the Gemara says, okay, that's fine. Uh, when it comes to vegetables, how do we know we go by the Lakita by the time it's picked? Because uh, there's, a, there's a Goren and a Yekev are compared together. Meaning, ma goren v'yekev. When it comes to goren and yekev, meaning both the goren is the threshing floor, so when it produces, and yekev is the grapes. Ma goren v'yekev shen chayim meishana shavra. That really, it's, it's it, the watering in the beginning of the season is enough to keep it going, right? That's where it draws most of its for its development, and therefore for that at mahalech achar shna shavra, because there we know go we go by shlish. Etc. Or, or for fruit trees is blossoming. That we go by Shana Shavra the last year. The eel, however, its vegetables, they, however, need watering constantly. Since the water on which they are surviving or developing is really on Shnahaba the next year, which is close to when they're picked. In other words, what it sounds like, this is actually this is actually a machloket in, in the Gemara. Um, in, in Bavli, in terms of the source, Rabbi Yosef Lili and Rabbi Akiva, I think. But it, it, it's called, uh, I can't remember, it, 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 but let's just focus on Yushalmi now. But it sounds like here, at least according to Yushalmi, I think this is like Rabbi Yosef Lili from, from memory, <coughs> that um, that it depends on, the the, the marker is on, on what waters it develop, it gets its development from. Okay? And we learn to be Gornachayveka, when it comes to Gorn and Yekev, both vines and, and grain, the water that it needs for development is really the waterman in the watering in the very beginning. That's Shana Shavra. And that's why it's Shana goes by the earliest stages of development, the blossoming, growing a shlish. When it comes to vegetables, it's constantly watered. And that watering goes, meaning it's, it's for its development, it is water all the way to the end. And that watering is now this later year. That's why it goes by Lakita you know, over to the next year, if you like. Uh-huh. Okay. So we say, hey, Tivon, one second, Harold Paul Mitzri, Zaru Lazar Mitzra Now, this Paul, Paul Mitzri, which is really uh, brought up as a kasha the whole time. Now, again, this strange Paul Mitzri, I'm kind of calling it strange, as you'll see, because the Gemara is going to discuss it in a lot more detail soon, is that we said, if it's for the Zera, it's treated like grain, right? So it goes by Hashrasha. If it's for the Yarak, if it's, then we say it's like, butter, it's like a vegetable, but a likitato. 
So if a kasmi biyada is arla zerekuchai mameshnasha avar azarli yerekuchai mameshahaba. So is there like kasamim? This is one one explanation. Again, I'm explaining like Reb Chaim. Other explanations on this, but is there, is 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 there some sort of magic happening in these uh, pull and these beans that it knows what your kavana is and it decides to pull water from last year for, if if your kavana is <laughs> one thing and for next year for the next one? Mm-hmm. So how can that be the marker? And we but we don't say that about pull mitz. We say what the kavana is, but the bean doesn't know what you're doing, right? And again, that's left for loifshita. That's 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 left as a kasha again on this derivation. Okay, so we've seen just in summary, we've seen parrot with a shlish or is it going to hashrasha? Parrot was more straightforward because, um, we said it's based, based on shlish, something where, at the point where it can be replanted, or as we uh, worked through a few psukim, we left with a kasha, but it seems like hashrasha. But the important point is again, that's really the, the, the beginning of it. And yerek by vegetables, it's a by it's picking, and that's connected to the because it seems to be opposite to Goren and Yekev. Okay, even though we're left with a question on that, but the Bible seems to think that's a good, good limit. Now, uh, a little bit more first uh, before we can get to our Paul Mitzri. Reb Shimon Suzuri What's a tarmilo? Remember, if you recall, Shimon Suzuri says it's when it develops into these pods. That's the that's the indicator. That's how we determine the year. So this is Avdun Kan Kolin, which is our our pods. Okay, Rav Bar Zavda B'Shem Reb Shimon Bar Nakish Halacha Karib B'Shem Zuri Halachas Lakim. Am Rav Yossi Horei Rav Lazar Le Rav Shabtai the the Tzadoki Kahada Rabbi Shimon Suzori he also ruled like Rabbi Shimon Suzori. Now here's where it gets interesting. Tani Shisha Midot Amru Chachamim Polamitzri. Now this Egyptian bean, as we said, depending on what you're planting, Kavana is it depends on whether it's treated like a grain or whether it's treated like a vegetable. Or not grain, but it's treated like rice. I should really say, like a legume. Um, so. There are six different middle. Now, I don't know how these six are counted. The Rush really goes through the counter, but you'll see that we're going to bring a lot more details in six. Um, but so I started numbering, then I stopped numbering it because, um, but the Rush really brings up. But again, I'm explaining Rabbi Chaim. Again, there are many ways to understand this. Sugya. I keep on giving this disclaimer probably twice a year. I should probably stop doing that. Let's continue. <laughs> Firstly, Zara Lazera, you planted for Zara, then Mitasris Lava. Then it goes by Hashrasha. We, look, we, take, we treat it like a kidney. If you plant it for the, the vegetable part, we say, then we treat it like a vegetable and spatalakita. So far, so good. That's what we've said till now. And if you plant it for both, you want both the zera and you want the yerek. Or or you plant initially for zera and then you consider that I want maybe also for the yerek as well after. What this means, because this expression has different meaning as we go along, but in this context, where Abhaim says they have the same din, meaning it has a status of a zera, it's determined by the zera, we go by the hashrasha. Why Mishum should the zera ikar? Because the zera is the ikar. So the fact you've also planted it or later thought of it for yerek doesn't matter. It goes by hashrasha. That's point number one. Okay. Now, what does it mean that, but nonetheless, by the way, um, that's what it means, Mizera Yarko Meyarko Zaro. Nonetheless, Reb Chaim puts in Sograim in brackets, which I put in brackets here. It says, but you'd still need to mix it up together when you did Hafrasha. Why? Because you can't mafrish mimin al she'eno mino. Meaning you got Zera and you got Yerek here. So you have to do a mixture. Even though the Maisa would be the same year, you still have to ensure the reliability so that you're taking the Zera for the Zera and the Yerek for the Yerek. Okay? Yeah. Okay. If you didn't sift it, of course. Now, Meshevishlish. However, that is when do we say this that it goes that it goes by the zera 
That's when it hit a third of its development before Rosh Hashanah. Why? Because when it hits a third of its development before Rosh Hashanah, it's already come to the Chiyu of Trumas and Masras, and therefore the Zerag is the Kovea and it's Ika. However, but now if it goes, it only develops a third of its maturity after Rosh Hashanah. And it's interesting here because the Shlish is not a, not in, not, doesn't really come into play here. Because remember, the two markers are either Lakita like a Yerek or Hashrasha like a Zera. But importantly, the Shlish is when it comes to the, in the realms or the Chil of a Trumas Amasrach. Just so you, just you appreciate, once it hits a Shlish, if someone eats from it, uh, in a in a in, in, in a field in a in a bederk field in a normal way you'd have to destroy have to destroy so the chiyuv of trumas kicks into the shlish so he says if it hits a shlish before a shoshana and it was planted for both or originally for zera that's when we say that the zera is koveya because it already hit the chiyuv then however if it's lachar rosh hashana if it's after rosh hashana then zaro mitaser leshava v'yarku mitaser lehaba then we say that it's different. That now, since the Bab, since, um, so we'll get to this in a minute, but it seems to be now that the Zerek and the Zera and the Yerek are treated differently. The Zera is, will be considered last year's, and the Yerek will be considered when it's picked, which will be the next year's. And then you have to find your solutions of how to deal with that. Okay. Um, but that is here, Bashili uh, Ket Mimeno. That's only if you, were, you, you actually took some of the Zera before Rosh Hashanah. Again, it's a, this is a Tnai. It developed a shift after Rosh Hashanah, but since you picked some of the Zera before Rosh Hashanah, that's when you're Megaladat, you're revealing now that you want the Zera, and that's how you can have this split personality. You can have the Zera last year's and the Yerek next year's. Aval im liket Rosh Hashanah. However, if you, if you only started picking it after Rosh Hashanah, um, once again, I don't want to lose a place. If you only collected some of it after Rosh Hashanah, then Ben Zaro Ben Yerek would be what? Lahaba, Lavo. Then you treat it like a Yerek now. Because now, since it reached the Chiyuv of Trumas Masros in the next year, now we go, now we look, and you didn't, you didn't make Aladat, you wanted the Zera in the late previous year. Then we say it has a sin of Yerek, even the Zer is Nigra which is very interesting. So, therefore, we're going to see in a summary now. Now, again, what does it mean by Machshava? Again, Reb Chaim says that's effectively summarizing what we've just said. Again, let's do a summary. If you plan it for Zera and you decided now you change your mind, I want to have it for Yerek, or you plan it for both, that we said before, then we say what? Again, if it, if, it, if it develops a third before Rosh Hashanah, it's like a zera. Everything goes last year's. If it only develops a third into the next year, then it depends. If you picked some of it before Rosh Hashanah for the zera, then you'd be galada, I want the zera. So therefore what? Then it's half-half, you split personality. But if not, you only started collecting after Rosh Hashanah, kulala, it's all considered yerek. We treat it like a vegetable and we go back to Lakita, even for the zera side. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. got to, got to why? 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 Why is it that it has to that, that there has to be some lakita before? No, because Reb Chaim, Reb Chaim says because then you're, he says you're, you're, you're demonstrating that you wanted some of it as zera and to treat it as zera. Yeah. Because if not, if, if as soon as going to the next year and develop a shlish and you haven't collected any, then it's already too late. It's already been covered. Nikva already like a yerek. Another, even though you were essentially just being lazy, you did want it for the Zera, 
but you didn't do a Misa, then you've lost your Kavana. I, I think so. It's, that's what it sounds like. Because again, otherwise one is battle to the other. You know, that you can have it for multiple different things. Yeah. Right? But the, sometimes we have an Ikar and Tafel. Sometimes we've got the Ikar and other things are battle to it. Like we saw, for example, if you're planting it just for Zere, that's all you want it for, then it doesn't matter the vegetable parts as well. Would be uh, would Nigra Acharav and same vice versa. But in this case where it's got, we kind of want both, at what point do we say they're independent from one another? And what time is one battle to the other? That's what it seems to well, be. So you're saying if, so if you planted the whole thing only for Zera, then you wouldn't have to be locate before Rosh Hashanah. No, not at all. If you're planting purely for Zera, that was the first case. That's number one. Zara le Zera, mitasel Or if also Zara le Yerik, mitasel Or Lavo. This, all this complexity we just brought is when you're doing for both or you plan for one and then change your mind. Yes, to be mamesh the distinction. Yeah. Now, what happens though, Zara le Yerek, what if you started planting it for Yerek, v'chishav alav lezera, and you change your mind, I want to do a zera. Now we say, lo'olam ein machshevet zera chala alav. The machshevet zera isn't chalonet, meaning it doesn't have the power, why? Because the ikar is the Yerek. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. uh, unless, of course, what does that mean? Meaning, if you, if already, now we have to, that's, that's, that, well, it's, what Shloshom Rubiot means is that you've stopped watering for three or not. Meaning, I'll just read Ruchaim. Meaning, these is man hashkaot, the three types of periods you want to water. Fine. If you've stopped watering it, then it hardens. Hukshu. Then you've now, now it's, it's turning to, it's, it's making for the seed. Since you've done a mice, not just a machshava, then mahani letenla dinzera. Now you've been able to change it. In other words, we saw it was Zara. Now we've just said if you Zara Yerik Zara. If you've just planted vegetables and you change your mind, changing your mind is not enough to change its status. However, if you did a mice that's mochiach, outward action, you stop watering it so that it starts hardening and you be able to get the seeds. Well, that's a different story. Now we say that is that would that would that would change its story. That would change its status. Okay. So that passive act is, is enough to be considered a mice. Yeah, but it seems to be it's more than passive because this is a regular, it's passive that speaks speaks volumes, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, if that makes sense. Now, the Gemara says, when does that make sense? That's Bishiv Yish for Rosh Hashanah. That's when it grew a third of its development for Rosh Hashanah. If it had developed a third of its development, meaning says after Rosh Hashanah, now here we take up the word law, Afilu even if you stopped watering it, it would still have the status of what? Of a Yerek. Why? Because again, I read it, since it's developed, since it's already after Rosh Hashanah, it has a status now of a Yerek. So even if you later start, you know, begin to, uh, sorry, how can you begin to not water or you refrain from watering it yes. it's too late it's already got the status of a yerek because it's a bishli right. okay great right. fail safe point it's yeah. too late yeah fine now let's continue uh zarola's okay zarola zera this is a case where you again we're going back to a case where you planted for the seeds 
and Chishev again Yerek. That's what Rukhaim explains. And you, you've decided, you know, I might want it for the vegetables. And it's all fully, Kitsatsim means Bishlu, it's all fully developed, Murim, completely, Kitsatsim, Murim, Lifner Hashana. So it's fully matured. However, what has happened is you've got some Alim that, that have, Litzmoach, have, have grown after Rosh Hashanah. Okay, this is another unique case. Let's continue. Zaro mitaser leshaavar. The zera is mitaser for last year, right? Because again, it's fully developed. It had the status of havot, and yarko. But the yerek is mitaseret b'shatli kitato when it's picked. Now b'shatli koy esiro. Meaning, let's explain. Normally, we've said before that the yerek would be batel to the zera, correct? However, in in a case similar to this. However, we say because the zera is already fully ready to go and developed. Anything now after that, since the zera is already there to be picked, therefore the yerek is no longer battle to it. It's considered like distinct and separate. All right, it's a new peric. It's like a new chapter. Yeah, new peric. Yeah. Now, however, meaning if, however, you've got a gam gam. Now we say, that's the case of in that situation, we've got a, one of these mixtures where, um, where what we do, we have to put in the gore and rely on Billa to solve our problems. Okay. Now, why does it say Mizara Yarkov Yarko Alzaro when really um, that doesn't, before we said it means to have the same status. Here we're saying, here we, they don't have the same status. Some is one year, one, some is another year. Just I'm saying, look at the semantics here, I mean, because the, the term is used differently. When Chaim puts in brackets here, because again, we've got this uh, solution of relying on Bila. Okay. Now, Tani Ramavdume, Evudama, sorry. So he teaches as follows. Now, Reb Chaim importantly says he's cholik on the shita when he said zaru lazer v'chishav alazerek lazera. We said before machshava won't help you, unless of course again all the stipulations we said before that again we're assuming it's a vishlish leplay rosh hashanah. However, he's saying no, the machshava would work. That that's 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 where Reb Rav Rav Evudama here is cholik. He says vafilu lasakul ktsatim gmurim lifner hashanah even if it wasn't fully developed for rosh hashanah. Um, meaning it doesn't make a difference. We say that they are considered distinct from one another. I'll read Reb Chaim because it's a bit harder to see in the words, but the Reb Chaim says as follows. To impact and affect the Yerek Achar Likitato, that it goes by Likita. Okay. Amar of Yosef, however, that is what? That is only if what? If it already developed a Shlish within your Machshevet Zera. And then only after that, you decide, oh, actually, I might want the vegetables. Mm-hmm. That's when the Zera is still impacted. If, however, when it reached a shlish, you'd already change your mind. He says, no. Rabbi Yossi is saying is, 
if it's a, if if you changed your mind before it reached a shlish, then the whole thing switches to be as it switches to be yerek. So how can you give the solution? You have to, you know, one is zeri is one and yerek is the other. We're going to mix together and and, and mafresh. No. Now again, I read Reb Chaim Klomar Kevan she chishev alam machshevet yerek kodem shev yishlish. Since you thought about Yerek before Rich Lish, Mahani Machshevet Yerek, your intentions for vegetable works. Lachshoma to consider it now to Yerek Ika. The Eric is now Ika. And the rest of it is you want to do that that's sort of the way I read it. In other words, according to that, you don't have to be covey your covenant until 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 it's re. Until it's about to reach a shlish. Again, according to this shit, it says before it reaches a shlish is when the critical point is, not necessarily the yeah. plant. Um, yeah. But as you said, there's again, as you can see, there's lots of moving parts here. Especially if you're switching a machshava, right? Very nice. We talked about it depends when it, if it's a shlish lifner or not. According to this shit, it depends when your machshava changes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Beautiful. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Uh, we do. I want to ask you. We, so we do we do a little bit more Paul Mitzri uh, tomorrow, but uh, yeah, that it's a very complex case of this Paul Mitzri, but I hope uh, hope it was clear.